Welcome to the Gorefine Schiller and Garden podcast series. Current HHS regulations could impose an external audit requirement on commercial recipients of provider relief funds under the CARES Act. If affected organizations would need to contract with a CPA firm to perform the required audit. And today we are speaking with Alan Stein, who is a director of audit and accounting services at Gorefine Schiller and Garden. More about this topic. And Alan, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Matt. Absolutely. Let's jump in at the top. What are provider relief funds? Can you tell us more about that? Sure. So early on in the COVID-19 pandemic in this country, amongst many other government regulations and government stimulus packages that came out where the provider relief funds, where the HHS, the Department of Health and Human Services, felt the need to jump in and make sure that programs and uh, companies that they fund through Medicare were getting the money to make sure that they were providing the services that they provide regularly, as well as providing them specifically within the needs of the people getting the COVID-19 virus. And to do that, they put out funds. The initial wave of funds was automatic. People just received them in their bank accounts if they were Medicare funded and uh, had the option of sending it back if they didn't want it. But it was uh, really one of those instances where the government acted quickly and sent the money really ahead of much guidance. The guidance came out over time, some of it quicker, some of it slower. But the funds were really meant to cover either or both COVID-19 specific expenses as well as lost revenues that companies suffered uh, due to the pandemic. And the companies were required to track that and ultimately opened up a separate portal specifically provided relief funds uh, where reporting was done or is to be done depending on when you received your funds as there were multiple phases of the funding. And after uh, put it, taking care of the provider relief fund uh, reporting that was done on the portal, it also required to have a... Uh, governmental audit done by a uh, CBA firm looking at how you spent those funds or how you applied those funds against lost revenues. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you for that. those insights there. Let's dive in a little bit further into that last part about the audit. So tell us more about the single audit requirements for this. These funds are subject to the uniform guidance requirements when it comes to auditing. And that is not the case for all of the stimulus funds. Uh, every program is unique and uh, was given guidance by the different governmental agencies as to whether additional auditing was necessary, but it was decided for prior relief funds that HHS wanted to make it subject to uniform guidance and the related requirements. There are different options uh, as far as presentation of the audit, uh, whether you're going to do a separate audit or you're going to do it as an add-on to your existing financial statement audit. But either way, primarily, this is what we call a compliance audit, where the uh, CPA firm is coming and looking that you did things properly, not looking that, you know, that your finances are correct, as you would in a typical financial statement audit, as much as looking that you follow the rules, whether it be in how the funds were spent, whether it be in some specific compliance issues that were created by receiving the funds, certain ways that you needed to treat patients or bill patients. So those things are going to be looked at and then reported on. So in addition to the report on the financial statements, there will also be additional reports relating to, depending on which of the specific options you take, everybody's going to have a report on internal control or financial reporting and compliance that's going through this process. And many as well will also have a, a 
report specifically on internal control over compliance, although they did give the option of doing a grant-specific audit, in which case if you were going to do the audit specific to the funds and not use what we're more familiar with as a call a single audit in the not-for-profit space, uh, then you would not have the extra report of compliance. You'd only have the, the reform of internal control over financial reporting and compliance. All right, great. Thanks, Alan. Can you tell us what can care facilities do to manage it? Sounds kind of complicated, but what can they do? And certainly, I imagine, as we mentioned at the top of the podcast, a CPA firm can help. So love to hear more about that. Yeah, I mean, I think the most important thing is to stay on top of things. I mentioned in you know, the initial description of the program that this was an instance where the money came first and the guidance came later. So it's really important to keep reading and to keep asking questions, whether that be to your CPA firm, whether that be directly to HHS. Sometimes it's you're having your CPA firm ask a question to HHS and that are really making sure you're in the know and uh, as far as what you need to do uh, and that you uh, have the whatever documents are going to be needed when you go through the audit prepare, that you have the calculations prepared and that you also know, uh, find out whether your CPA firm uh, will well, they certain, hopefully most, you know, CPA firms that you already deal with will help you through the process. Not all the CPA firms will actually do the audit because not all CPA firms do governmental audits. Got it. Uh, great segue there. Actually, if you don't mind, tell us about Gore, Fine, Schiller and Gardens, I guess, audit capabilities and how you guys can help. Right. So we deal a lot in the uh, governmental audit space, whether it be with governmental entities or with not-for-profits. What's unique here is that we're also dealing with for-profit entities, uh, which we do have some that do governmental audits, but not of uh, this specific type. What is unique here, where they have a program, almost like a not-for-profit doing a single audit that we're reporting on. So Gorefund is uniquely positioned here, both through the healthcare experience with skilled nursing facilities, assisted living facilities, primary care physicians, entities that provide uh, services to the mentally disabled, amongst others as well with the not-for-profit and specifically single-order experience where we have different entities doing many different things, whether it be assistance directly to individuals, whether it be low-income housing, whether it be educational grants, to use the knowledge both on how to do a compliance audit and, and the awareness of how things work in the healthcare area to prepare you and to advise you as you're going through this process. All right, great. Well, Alan, we appreciate your time today. For our last question, is there any more government oversight coming down the pike or in the future here for for-profit entities? I think there's always more government oversight coming down the pipe. And for healthcare entities, while this single audit aspect of the oversight is new, government oversight is nothing new. Usually they have government regulators in their offices all the time, depending on exactly what they're doing. It might depend whether it's HHS or it's CMS or it's other regulators looking in behind them. Uh, what's unique in this one is that HHS uh, opted to have the CPA firms give them a little bit of help in their oversight process. And I'm not expecting that to be something that we're going to see regularly, although that you know is to be determined and it's certainly going to be on a specific funding by funding determination. All right, great. Well, this concludes this Gorefine Schiller and Garden podcast interview with Alan Stein, who's the Director of Audit and Accounting Services at Gorefine Schiller and Garden. And as you heard, he was kind enough to share his insights on the external audit requirements for commercial providers when it comes to provider relief funds. And Alan, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Matt.